teacher with bias-motivated attacks. The name change that could be coming to Robert E. Lee's National Memorial. I'm Christy King. And we'll get the latest um, from the Secret Service about what they're saying about some deleted text messages. It's 12 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Christopher Cruz in Washington. A high-level TIF, the Homeland Security Department's Inspector General, says Secret Service agents deleted texts that were sent and received around the day of the January 6th insurrection, even after investigators asked for them. That information comes from Congressman Benny Thompson, who chairs the House Committee holding hearings on the insurrection. A Secret Service spokesman says the agency, quote, takes strong issue with these categorically false claims, and he promises more information to come. Peter King, CBS News. The Associated Press is reporting that Senator Joe Manchin is backtracking on an economic package being pushed by Democrats. He now says he will not support climate and energy provisions or boosting taxes on the rich or corporations. A spokesman for Manchin says Republican and Democratic leaders need to, quote, avoid taking steps that add fuel to the inflation fire. CBS's Alexander Tin says mask mandates may have to come back because of the highly transmissible BA5 and BA4 variants that are able to get around vaccine protections. More than half of all Americans are now living in communities where they should wear masks indoors and take other precautions because of a COVID-19 surge in their area. That's according to weekly recommendations published by the CDC, which takes into account both cases and hospitalizations. Ukraine is accusing Russia of war crimes after a Russian missile strike killed at least 23 civilians and wounded more than 100 others. CBS's Holly Williams is in Ukraine. The explosions came out of a bright blue sky. Ukraine claims it was a deliberate assault on civilians. An office building pummeled, destroying a medical center and damaging a nearby residential area. Venetia is a small city. It's around 200 miles from the nearest front line. It had mainly been peaceful since the Russian invasion began. But now its sense of security has been shattered. Gas prices are now the lowest they've been in a month. AAA's Alex Slatke. Nationally, we're at 461. That's down 15 cents from, from a week ago. And just about a month ago was the peak that we've had uh, for gas prices. And we're down 41 cents from then. An elderly white woman denies she wanted black teenager Emmett Till killed. In a 99-page memoir obtained by the Associated Press, Carolyn Bryant Donham says she tried to help Till after he'd been found by her husband and brother-in-law and brought to her to be identified. She says she denied that Till was the boy who had whistled at her because she didn't want him to be harmed. Till was lynched in Mississippi in 1955. This is CBS News. There's nothing like hearing the songs you love on local radio with no subscriptions and no monthly fees. But there's a new bill in Congress that could stop the music. If passed, this bill would tax your local radio station simply to play the music you love. Text LOCAL to 52886 and ask Congress to support local radio stations. Help us keep you connected to the music, local news, weather, and traffic that you need each day. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. WTOP at 1203. Good Friday morning, July 15th, 2022. Partly cloudy with some patchy fog by daybreak. Low should be in the 60s and 70s. We're at 75 in our nation's capital right now. Good Friday morning to you. I'm Dean Lane. We thank you for taking us along for your morning ride. Topping the local stories we're looking at for you this morning. 
Metro's former chief operating officer, Joseph Leader, prioritized service levels over safety requirements. That is the accusation this week in a new Metro internal investigation. The findings were released after criticism and questions about lax management. Top Metro executives resigned when a training and recertification lapse involving more than 250 train operators was revealed in the spring back in May. Metro Board Chair Paul Smedberg says he found the new report pretty disturbing. I hope the people that were a part of it understand how, how really bad this was um, and how bad it looked. Metro faces a budget shortfall right now of hundreds of millions next year and is struggling to get riders back and find ways to boost revenue and many former riders as they are now working from home. WTOP News Time, now 12.04. If you're a Maryland voter, you're being urged to be patient when it comes to getting the final results in the upcoming primary on Tuesday. More than 500,000 Maryland voters have chosen to vote by mail in the July 19th primary. Some states allow those mail-in ballots to be processed ahead of Election Day. But Maryland is unique in that it's the only state that does not permit the processing of ballots until after the polls close on Election Day. In fact, not until Thursday. Thursday after Election Day. That's Amanda Zock with the National Conference of State Legislatures. State election officials point out while Maryland may be unique, voters should know that the counting of mail-in ballots has always taken place after the polls close. What's unusual is the new popularity of vote by mail. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. WTOP at 12.05 Friday morning. Maryland Republicans are not criticizing Congressman Andy Harris for taking part in a meeting with then-President Donald Trump ahead of January 6th. The House Committee investigating the insurrection found apparently that Harris was among at least 10 House Republicans who attended a December 2020 meeting with Mr. Trump to discuss how to keep him in office. And the Baltimore Sun reports this week that 10 Republican members of Congress from Maryland disagreed with Democratic allegations that the six-term Republican is a traitor. But the state's most prominent Republican, Governor Larry Hogan, is staying quiet on the matter right now. He told WBAL Radio this week on Wednesday that he didn't see Tuesday's January 6th committee hearing where the meeting was revealed. D.C.'s mayor was unable to deploy the National Guard even during the January 6th attack on the Capitol, but legislation moving forward in Congress could change all that, as we hear from WTOP's Mitchell Miller on Capitol Hill. The massive security breach at the Capitol lasted for hours, and D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser lacked the authority to deploy the National Guard in response. Delegate Eleanor Holmes Norton says the insurrection and previous unrest in Lafayette Square are a prime example of why the D.C. mayor should control the D.C. National Guard. But Wisconsin Republican Mike Gallagher argued against the amendment. It would create a series of dilemmas in the event that the D.C. mayor and the president disagree. The measure is now included in a major defense bill, but it could be taken out by the Senate. On Capitol Hill, Mitchell Miller, WTOP News. Virginia will no longer routinely recommend that people exposed to COVID-19 in schools, child care facilities, and camps be quarantined. In a statement this week Thursday explaining the move, Governor Glenn Youngkin in Virginia said that hospitalization rates are low and that the number of Virginians with natural immunity has increased. He also said that vaccines, tests, and treatments are readily available right now. The announcement coming amid an uptick in hospitalizations nationwide due to the extremely infectious BA5 strain. WTOP at 107. An orthopedic surgeon makes understanding pain painless. It's the biggest frustration that patients have. This is Dr. Pamela Mehta talking about aches with unexpected origins. I see patients with pain in their knees, their hips, their back. 
oftentimes the pain is actually coming from their feet. Bet they aren't expecting to hear that. Those patients are super surprised. They can't. You think your dog deserves the best for the holidays. BarkBox knows they do. And the best is exactly what BarkBox delivers every month. You'll get fun-themed goodies curated for your dog, and you'll be joining a community of pups and their people. We're celebrating sugar season with a double batch of irresistible toys, treats, and chews from our season sweetings-themed box. To start spoiling your dog and get your free upgrade, visit BarkBox.com podcast.